Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, it's spooky season all year long at One Waco store. You can join them for a Halloween market bash, though, coming up. And celebrate those that have passed on during this year's Dia de los Muertos parade in Waco. It's coming up. Plus, carving a pumpkin can get messy. In today's Does It Work, we're testing a tool that is said to make the process easier. KWTX at 4 starts now. And thanks for joining us on this Monday. I'm Justin Early with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And the one thing everybody's talking about today, the Game Rangers 7, Rangers Astros. Astros. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, Justin. The sports has, the, they're all eyes on, mm -hmm. the world are on these two Texas teams as they show down between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. It comes to an end tonight and one team will advance to the World Series. Yeah, last night, the Rangers' Adolis Garcia hit a crucial grand slam, which resulted in a 9-2 win over the Astros in Game 6. The first pitch tonight from Houston is at 7.03 p.m., and the winner will either play the Phillies or the Diamondbacks in the World Series. And, you know, in, in Texas, people in Texas, if they've been in Texas, they have a team. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, it can't be it's both. It's not both, but people get really passionate about it. So you're going to have a lot of people watching that game. Do you follow any particular direction? So I, I was born in Fort Worth, so okay. I have like a tendency to lean towards the mm -hmm. Rangers. And, you know, I'm not really a huge, like, diehard sports fan, but yeah. the world is talking about this because that it buzz is. has even reached me. Yeah. And I think I'm going to turn the TV on and just kind of watch the game maybe even in the background mm -hmm. just to see what happens. I think that, you know, no matter what happens, I don't, maybe I'm being crazy here, but a lot of folks would still unite behind the Texas team. Mm -hmm. You know, even whether it's one or the other, they're going to unite behind the Texas team. I, I feel maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I feel like that's probably the sports going to go. So we'll see what happens. Do you, you have know, any tonight. predictions on who can pull it out? Um, I'm going to say Rangers. Okay. I'm going to say Rangers. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say Rangers. We'll okay. see how it goes. We'll see how it we goes. have a lot of good good, good <laughs> mojo in the air for Rangers. So, all right. Let's get to our daily four. And number one, listen to this. If you fly a lot, this is a little unnerving, but an off-duty pilot for Alaska Airlines is charged with 83 counts of attempted murder after authorities say he tried to shut down the engines of a jetliner mid-flight. Alaska Airlines flight 2059 was being operated by Horizon Air. Alaska owns Horizon. Authorities say this 
this pilot who was off duty, 44 year old Joseph Emerson, he was riding in the cockpit jump seat of the flight from Everett, Washington to San Francisco, and that's when he did it. The flight was diverted to Portland and Alaska Airlines, again, which owns Horizon, released a statement saying the jump seat occupant unsuccessfully attempted to disrupt the operation of the engines. The Horizon captain and first officer quickly responded. Engine power was not lost and the crew secured the aircraft without incident. And the airline also said no weapons were involved. And you know, once in a while we hear of pilots in the state of mind. I believe um, there was an incident in Europe, uh, a small economy airline, and the pilot just kind of, he, 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 he succeeded in a similar oh, situation. So it's it's a scary thing. And I'm sure there's a lot of stress that goes into being a pilot and things like that. So it makes you kind of look at the need for good mental health care for everybody. And, and pilots in particular, they have a lot of lives in their hands. And so you want them to be okay. Again, this guy was off duty. And you know that jump seat's a little seat that's in the cockpit you can just, yeah. and they'll trust a, a, a pilot obviously to be there. Maybe a flight attendant sometimes sure. or a worker. So, but in this case, um, this person for whatever reason did this. So. Allegedly, is what the you know authorities were saying. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. I, I wonder what led to to that. As yeah, you know, well, the sir. pilot who did respond, he is a hero. Yeah, for uh, sure, for absolutely. sure. Getting it out of the cockpit and and getting the plane on the ground and secure and safe. It's like you know Sully. Sullenberger, right? We always think about his excellent work uh, getting everybody safely off that plane when it had to land in the, the Hudson River in New York. And um, so glad to see that, that this, you know, action was taken to keep everybody safe. But it's scary. Yes. It's scary. Well, it you is. know, that's, I feel like there's been a lot of airplane news lately, too. Mm -hmm. I think I just saw there was an airplane on the runway that, like, tilted backwards. Right, there was too? a jet blue plane that tilted backwards. I'm not sure what happened with that. I've I don't know either. We more. need to look but into that. But the picture is very graphic. I mean, you see this jet blue plane, like, on its tail. Uh, up in the air. I don't know what caused that, but yeah, that's there's a lot going on. Just I know it makes me aware. Think, second guess, like wanting to fly just with, um, you know, we talk about airplane news yeah. all the time, but it is the fastest way to get where you need way. to go and, and we rely on it a lot. Super, super, Superman would remind us it's the safest way to fly statistically, so the <laughs> safest way to travel opposed to driving. So obviously there are so many flights, thousands and thousands every day. So these are limited incidents. We can't Sure, that's totally a good perspective. Afraid. You have yeah. to make sure you kind of like limit, Balance you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Let's get to number two now in our daily four. Yeah, okay, so if you've been thinking about buying a new electric vehicle, now might actually be a good time. Companies are offering a discount due to growing competition and some uh, resistance from consumers. Um, the Tesla model, three base price is down 17% over the last year. Other automakers are offering details to compete Hybrids are an exception since consumers seem more interested in those vehicles. I um I think a lot of folks are just waiting for that infrastructure to really be, be built up, you know, but because you, you see so many um, of these vehicles and the price is lowered and lowered and lowered. And so it's, I, I think a lot of folks are still just kind of waiting for more of those charging stations. So if you were to get one, Justin, what would you need to get an electric vehicle? What I are you mean, waiting for? I, I would be waiting for a, an ample amount of charging stations. I mean, charging I travel stations, back yeah, and forth to see my family, you know, and yeah. out of state. So I need to be able to get there successfully and, and safely. And I think I just want to drive one for a week and just see if how, how I felt about it. Yeah. And you've driven them. They're quieter. Are they quieter? a lot quieter? Yes. I like okay. the electric vehicle, but you but yes, infrastructure is a big issue. Battery life too. You know, yeah, talk about get from one place to the other on on a charge. Mm -hmm. um, I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's also you know dual purpose. There was discussion about. I think it was maybe a Tesla or some other electric vehicle. There is a device you can put in your home so you could use it to charge your home in case oh. of a power outage okay. or to power your home at least certain things. So I mean, they do have a lot of utility. Well, and you know, with the winter storm that we went through. Oh yeah. 
I think a lot of people would be interested in how can we have secondary sources yes. of charging our homes if we ever lose yeah. the power. I think there's a lot of people who are maybe um, who were relying on that power grid that yeah. might have to say, oh, what would be a what different way that I could yeah. do that? And maybe a hybrid car or a electric car could do that for people. I think I'm more open to it. I think that I'd want another vehicle probably for a while that was a backup, just even if it's an old <laughs> beat up vehicle, just, just in case. But yeah, I think I'm drifting toward it. Maybe maybe the next eight years or so, yeah. five years, eight years, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we do. That's number three in our daily four. I love this one. All right, yes, I've got number three too. Pizza Hut is hoping to be the new spot for late night cravings, targeting younger generations which tend to eat meals later in the day. The fast food chain is extending its hours at thousands of locations across the U.S. Many restaurants will stay open for carryout or delivery until midnight. Some will even open, stay open until 2 a.m. and some are even offered to uh, have late night specials mm -hmm. specifically for those diners that want to eat yeah. late. I think it's a good idea. I mean, there aren't a lot, there aren't a ton of options. I mean, you know, Taco Bell stays open late. Okay. If you want to yeah. sit down somewhere, you have, you know, like IHOP and Denny's generally. True. 24 um, hours. 24 hours. Yeah. But, you know, as far as eating, at that time of night, you really don't have much, not even grocery stores. You know, before the pandemic, we had 24 hour grocery stores. Now they're closing at 11 o'clock. So right. you, you don't have many options unless it's something in the refrigerator. So and you gotta be careful. And I feel like cravings sometimes at late they night, there up. just have to be pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I know, and I, um, <laughs> I, I, we were talking earlier about the subject when we were talking about this, the show and the days of going to a pizzeria to sit down and wait for a pizza to be cooked. Yeah. We used to do that. That was something we used to do as a society. Did we? we did. I don't know if you ever did that, but a lot <laughs> of folks did, did in, the, in the 80s and 90s. Okay, yeah. I did with my family. Yeah. And we would sit and we would play little games they had at Pizza Hut and we would, you know, just spend our time together and talk. And and it, these days you, you just order it on your phone and you pick it up or have it delivered. It's different. So right. maybe they'll bring back the, the camaraderie of a pizza in-house dining experience too. Yes. Well, there's nothing like a delivered hot pizza where you can see that cheese kind of oh, just still. Oh, see you're great at describing things. I know, but so but I also like cold pizza mm -hmm. um, the day after. Are you a cold pizza lover? I'm going to heat that bad boy up. You, yeah, yeah, no I cold pizza heat it up. for no, Justin. No, 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 uh, no. But you can take the crust and you can heat it up with a little bit of cheese and okay. you can dip it in ranch or marinara. Oh, make your own breadsticks. Oh, there snack. you go. It's a good one. Yeah. Right, let's get out to number 4 in our daily 4. And I I don't know if I didn't hear about this until today, but it's a thing. So what do you think? Would you would it be smarter to take $500,000 in cash, half a million okay. bucks, or share a meal with Jay-Z? Jay-Z, given the choice, okay. which of the two? I think I'd take the money. Okay. Take the money and run. Okay. So and then Jay-Z can come with me later when I have all right, the money. When you have all the money. So if you haven't, there actually have been many memes making the rounds for years that are fueling this debate. And now the rapper and business mogul himself weighs in on the long-standing online debate. He did this two-part interview with Gail King, which airs later this week on CBS Mornings, and he addressed this. And here's a preview of the interview. There's something interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take, take the money. What, are you gonna, what I'm going to say? Yeah, I mean, everything now I'm going to say? No, no, only because people say, of course you take, you take lunch with Jay-Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would, would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you. you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand, go buy some albums and listen to the albums. <laughs> it's all there. If, if you, okay. you if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words for what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was gonna happen, happen. Everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done. 
And th there's the blueprint. The blueprint literally to me and my life and my journey is, is there already. I love that, and that's a really good point, that he puts a lot of his life lessons into his music, so it's already there. But I can think of one instance in which I would take the meeting, and I'm never yeah. gonna be this person, but if I was a super duper talented musician of some kind, mm -hmm. or entertainer, and I knew he could help me get there, that's, I think that's the one instance. If you can make me the next superstar, or I think anybody, that would probably be the only reason to not take the money if you saw the potential in that specific meeting with him to launch your career and turn you into a, a legend. You know? Well, I think that's why the question even exists, uh, mm -hmm. is because he is very wise, and his yeah. answer, he's like, of course, take the money, and he was yeah. like, everything that I have, all the wisdom right. I have is already it's out already there. It's already out there, so but go get it. I think that's why you know that question is even being posed okay. is because he is he, he does seem very knowledgeable and wise, and people, people want to gain him on that knowledge for sure. I'm gonna turn this on to you for you for a second. Okay. Because you know, I was surprised with questions. Okay. Okay. Who you, would this is you? This a surprise question. Yeah. Okay. Who would you forego the half a million dollars to talk to and have lunch with? That's alive. Anybody. Oh man, that's a tough question, Justin. Can, I'm gonna like. You gonna think about it yeah. and talk? Tell me later. Is that what it is? Okay. Who, who do you think? Yeah, I know. I'm gonna be like really silly, but I'm doing this Bible study right now, and I think I want to take Beth Moore with me. I think she's a very knowledgeable lady. Okay, and so. she is like a evangelist or no she does she has bible, oh, she studies, has bible studies and stuff okay. like that so i'm That's like good. i just i have some questions sometimes i read it and i'm like okay if i could just ask beth more what she was talking yeah. about here a little bit more i, I think would. that's really sweet i love that <laughs> i love that i'm still thinking i mean i popped that popped into my head as we were talking about this yeah what would you who would I, you take i don't know um I'm trying to think of other people who've succeeded. You know who's really succeeded? Dick Clark. Remember, you know, yes, Dick Clark yes. just had a perpetual career. Mm -hmm. He was like eternally young, and Ryan Seacrest kind of followed in his footsteps. Absolutely. I think he'd be one from a career standpoint. I'd like to like to learn from. Oh yeah, they're um, charismatic and tenacious. Yeah. I would love to hear from them too. Their business sense and everything. You know, just that and the, the success that they've had in in this industry. We're, we're, we're creating quite a, um, a roundtable right. here. You guys people. have to think about it too. <laughs> yeah, let us know who you would forego the $500,000 for too. I would love to hear that for sure. Hear, yeah. <laughs> this year, The Nightmare Before Christmas celebrates its 30th anniversary. The film follows Jack Skellington, the king of Halloween Town, and he says, guess he discovers Christmas Town. His attempts to bring Christmas to his home by kidnapping Santa didn't go quite as planned. And now Jack Skellington may be the king of Halloween Town, but in the movie in Central Texas, uh, we have a few Skellingtons of our own, if you want to call it that. Joining us now, we have the owners of Skellington Curiosities and Waco, Kylie and Sean Skellington, who you've been here before, so we want to welcome you back to the Thank show. You. Thanks for Thanks coming. Thanks for having us. And uh, you are the, the king and queen of like Central Texas Halloween Town. So tell us about you know, Skellington Curiosities, where it's located, what it's all about. Skellington Curiosities aims at bringing the spooky vibe 365. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what time of year, Halloween is always in style. <laughs> oh, it is for sure. Yes. And how long have you been there? We've been there for going on four years in March, and we're located off Bosky and Highway 6 in the Bosky Square Shopping Center. Where, where did the idea come from for this? It seems like you kind of like, like the spooky aesthetic anyway, but where did it come from to actually present, you know, I guess create a store that has all these amazing things? Well, there just wasn't anything here locally that we could come to and shop for ourselves, yeah. and we figured, why not open one? Because we have lots of friends who enjoy shopping spooky stuff as well. And uh, it seems like it's a great space for kind of the, you know, kind of alternative community. You had a Halloween ball at Southern Roots Brewing on Friday the 13th. What was that like bringing everybody together for that? That had to be fun, the, the ball. Yeah, it was really fun. We, uh, we had some local bands and um, we, we basically just wanted to have an event that everybody could come to uh, downtown. They didn't yeah. have to travel too far. 
Yeah, have a little beer and enjoy yourselves and exactly. listen to some good bands. Great beer, great pizza, spooky vibes good too. times. <laughs> Always good spooky vibes. Spooky vibes. Um, and again, this Halloween Market Bash is bringing people together again. It's happening Sunday, October 29th, and it's an all-ages sort of event. So tell us about uh, what we can expect to happen at that event coming up. Yes, yeah, so we have lots of vendors, local businesses come as far as like Houston. Mm -hmm. um, anything from keychains and freshies to yeah. taxidermy and oddities, <laughs> um, spookiness, spookiness all mm -hmm. around. Uh, that'll it's be. Fun. It's fun for the whole family. We'll have mm -hmm. um, for the little kids. We'll have a giant Halloween uh, jumper house. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. We'll have a sideshow. The amazing Professor Pendark is performing. Uh, local favorite band Dead Horse Creek will be performing. Nice. And you, I know if people aren't familiar with the space where you're located, there's a lot of parking lot space, so you have room yes. for people to come and really a lot of folks to show up to this too, especially on Sunday when a lot of the other things are closed in that market or that area. Absolutely. So uh, room for the bouncy house. There's plenty of room for the bouncy house too. Yes. Um, what's the most fun about having events like these in the community? Is there is there enough Halloween stuff to do in Central Texas or is this like we one step toward creating much more? Well, there's actually like a, a big Halloween um, spooky community, uh -huh. you, could, you could say. and. We kind of just provide a platform for everybody to get together. Yeah. At our markets, we have like 30 local vendors. Mm -hmm. um, we have like uh, tons of food trucks. Just lots of opportunities for yeah. people to come and hang out and have a good time. Yeah, the um, the sideshow, if you want to talk about that, it's Dr. Who now? It's, it's a Professor Pendark. Professor Pendark, okay. He's been with us since the beginning. He's, he's amazing. A, he's a staple. Okay, and so what kind of things is he going to do? Like He'll lay on a bed of nails while people oh. stand on him. He's a... a uh, Escape artist. A hypnotist. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. artist. This is like the like the old school, like yes. old school carnival Like Houdini. <laughs> okay, we're going to be excited to see him. Um, also, uh, the Halloween Market Bash is sort of a special edition of your monthly markets that you actually do too. So those are already in existence. Why is it important for you as business owners to kind of bring local vendors together? A lot of local businesses don't necessarily uh, have the tools to, to get out there and network and get in front of their products have the space, we have the platform, and we just like to give the opportunity to them. Yeah, excellent. Um, and something new you're doing to support local talent and vendors, you have this monthly magazine. Tell us about the magazine. We do, yes. Sean, actually, I, I wish I could take credit okay. for it, but okay. Sean's a great designer. Okay. He started this magazine. We feature local businesses um, from all over Central Texas. Mm -hmm. We share haunted stories of Waco. Basically, oh. we, we share something actually physically hold we could sh tell some haunted stories yeah. because Waco has a, a, a large haunted history it yeah. does <laughs> a lot of history in some of those buildings yeah. downtown for sure um, and you know obviously this is a great fun time of year anything else you want to remind people about or let them know about that you're doing uh, on a regular basis that they can enjoy all year long because you are spooky all year long we are spooky yeah. all year long uh, we also do host the vendor markets all year long they will be spooky all year long <laughs> um, but this one's just extra special doing the trick-or-treating for the kids and um, really celebrating our favorite holiday. What kind of food? I meant to ask you about that. You're going to have vendors there. We're going to have Lee's Kitchen, okay. uh, La Frescura, mm -hmm. and I believe that's, there's one more. I can't okay. remember. <laughs> okay. And you could probably get the information on the flyer. If we have the flyer to you show, can. it'll probably all be right there too. Um, and the QR code obviously is right there on your screen. So you could scan that and you get all the information you want to get about skeletons and curiosities. And yeah, we're seeing there, um, where are your best costumes? Because it's a costume contest? Yes, there is a costume contest. I think contest. I might overlook that part. Tell us about the costume contest. Yes, so so. we're going to have three different categories, okay. kids, adults, and couples. 
Um, there's some really awesome prizes for the winners, so definitely come prepared to compete. So are this, if you have great makeup skills, if you have you know, really cute ideas. Is this more funny or, or scary? What are you going for? It's just whatever. It it's a crowd-judged contest. Okay. We do buy applause. <laughs> okay, and you know, we have some people with us right now. Are these things we can see featured in your uh, in your <laughs> shop generally? Yes. We have a kind of a headless horseman situation over here, yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. And then this, I can't even see what's behind me. That's it's, Granny. It's pretty, yeah, she, she's like right there, ready to do something to me. I can see her casting a spell. Please don't cast any spells. I love you. Um, thank you again for coming. We appreciate it and wish thank you the best of luck. And uh, any last last parting thoughts before we go? Stay spooky. Stay spooky. I like the way that sounds. That's good. That's good. Again, Skeletons and Curiosities Halloween Market Bash, Sunday, October 29th from noon to 4 p.m. And the address is 7524 Bosky Boulevard in Waco. You've got that sideshow, live band, and 30 local vendors and food and it's going to be a good time. This has been a Rogue Media Network 